does the third secret foretell Wormwood? In this episode of Signs and Secrets, host Mariana Barthold connects various papal statements, divine revelation, and private revelations to the third secret. Words always need to be kept in context, including when they were said. In the early 1980s, John Paul II and Cardinal Ratzinger each spoke independently about the contents of the Third Secret. At this time, it was believed that the Third Secret would never be revealed. That had been the last word on the matter from John XXIII's pontificate in 1960. Therefore, at that time, neither John Paul nor Ratzinger knew that in 2000, the decision would be made to release part of the Third Secret. Their statements are all the more important because of that fact. Since what they said in the 1980s does not fit with the official Vatican line and interpretation of the released portion of the Third Secret. So Mariana asks, might this be connected to a prophecy of St. Hildegard from the 12th century regarding a comet? and to the Star of Esther, worn by Our Lady of Fatima at the foot of her garment. She connects all these points through the eschatological words of our Lord in the Gospel and the Book of the Apocalypse, which Sister Lucia directed us to. This seems a fitting way for us to commemorate July 13, 2023, the 106th anniversary of Our Lady's apparition at Fatima when she disclosed the great secret of Fatima to the shepherd children, including the vision of hell, the prediction of the spread of Russia's errors, the angel with the flaming sword, the ultimate triumph of her immaculate heart, and so much more. Those of you who have been following this new series on the Star of Esther will know from what I said in previous episodes that it cannot be denied that Our Lady of Akita's description of a fiery worldwide cataclysm which destroys a large part of humanity literally indicates an apocalyptic chastisement. In addition... What Lucia revealed in 1957, as I discussed in the previous episode, regarding the Third Secret of Fatima, and what Sister Agnes Sasagawa related, especially about the Akita, or Akita message of October the 13th, 1973, which was the 56th anniversary of the Miracle of the Sun at Fatima in Portugal, corresponds with certain remarks later made by Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger when he was asked in 1984 if he had read The Third Secret and why it had still not been made public. At the time, Cardinal Ratzinger was prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, and that interview was published in the November 11, 1984 issue of Jesus Magazine, a publication of the Pauline Sisters. With the simple statement, yes, I have read it, Cardinal Ratzinger affirmed that he had indeed read The Third Secret of Fatima, 
as we shall see, to the question of why it had not been publicly made known, Cardinal Ratzinger's response encapsulated the third secret's essence by connecting it to divine revelation. Because he said, quote, Because, according to the judgment of the popes, it adds nothing to what a Christian must know from revelation. In other words, a radical call for conversion. The absolute importance of history. The dangers threatening the faith and the life of the Christian, and therefore the world, and also the importance of the novissimi. If it is not made public, at least for the time being, it's in order to prevent religious prophecy from being mistaken for a quest for the sensational. But the things contained in this third secret correspond to what is announced in Scripture and confirmed by many other Marian apparitions, beginning with the Fatima apparitions in their known contents. Conversion and penance are essential conditions to salvation. Unquote. Now, as we should recognize, what Cardinal Ratzinger said at that time was quite revealing and quite thought-provoking. In fact, it became clear that he had said too much because that interview was severely truncated when it later showed up also in the Ratzinger Report of June 1985. It's also obvious that what was released by the Vatican in June of 2001 as the third secret does not perfectly line up with what Cardinal Ratzinger said in 1984 about the third secret's contents. Finally, and most importantly, we can also recognize that Cardinal Ratzinger confirmed that the third secret is announced in inerrant scripture. As we all know, divine revelation issues at the least from one of two sources or from both of them together. Now, those two sources are tradition and scripture. And so, in brief, Cardinal Ratzinger let it be known that the third secret of Fatima is found in divine revelation. There's also this consideration. Cardinal Ratzinger was, at the least, implicitly confirming Sister Lucia's comments that the third secret will be found in the gospel and the apocalypse, about which he later specifically mentioned chapters 8 through 13 of the apocalypse. We can also contemplate the further lights that were shed by Cardinal Ratzinger on what he called the seriousness of the contents of the third secret, on what was only some years earlier expressed in 1980 by Pope John Paul II, who, when speaking to a select group in Fulden, Germany, in response to a question he received about the third secret, surprised everyone by describing a devastating and universal deluge, saying in part, quote, it should be sufficient for all Christians to know this. If there is a message in which it is written that the oceans will flood whole areas of the earth and that from one moment to the next, millions of people will perish, truly the publication of such a message is no longer something to be desired. Unquote. Now, in light of those two comments made by John Paul II and Cardinal Ratzinger, there are three points to discuss. 
Dear listeners, hello and welcome. I'm Marianna Bartold, the guest host of Signs and Secrets, featured by the Fatima Center. I'm the author of Fatima, the Signs and Secrets, and Guadalupe, Secrets of the Image, and I am the host of my own modest channel, Genesis 315. Thanks to the generosity of the Fatima Center, you will find in the description box various links to my works and to my channel. Now today I'm again sharing excerpts from my book, Fatima, The Signs and Secrets, so let's continue. Now, what are those three points to consider? First, the third secret, Vision, describes an angel with a flaming sword, as if to set the world on fire. Number two, the Akita message warns that fire will fall from the sky. But number three, John Paul II, when asked about the third secret in 1980, specifically mentioned flooding. Now, what could be the cause of both worldwide fire and flood? Recalling the movements of the day star of the celestial heaven, and here I'm speaking of the miracle of the sun at Fatima, and also bearing in mind Lucia's specific remarks that the third secret can be found in the Gospel and the Apocalypse, chapters 8 through 13, we must take into account these following scriptures. From St. Luke's eschatological writing in Luke 21, verses 25 through 26, we read, quote, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth, distress of nations, by reason of confusion of the roaring of the sea and of the waves, men withering away for fear and expectation of what shall come upon the whole world. For the powers of heaven shall be moved. Next, from the Apocalypse, chapter 8, verses 8 through 11, quote, and the second angel sounded the trumpet, and, as it were, a great mountain, burning with fire, was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of those creatures died, which had life in the sea, and the third part of the ships was destroyed. And the third angel sounded the trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven." burning, as it were, a torch, and it fell on the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many died of the waters because they were made bitter. Unquote. Now, there also exist older prophecies that appear to foretell the onset of a comet, suggested at Akita, and those which definitely predict a pope's exile, which appears to be seen in the third secret vision. Today I will mention only one of those private prophecies, which comes from St. Hildegard of Bingen. And as an important aside, I thought I should mention that St. Hildegard, although recognized as a saint for centuries, was not formally canonized until the pontificate of Pope Benedict XVI the former Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger. To continue with the quote from St. Hildegard, quote, A powerful wind will rise in the north, carrying heavy fog and the densest dust by divine command, and it will fill their throats and eyes, so they will cease their savagery and be stricken with great fear. Before the comet comes, many nations, the good accepted, 
It will be scourged by want and famine. By its tremendous pressure, the comet will force much out of the ocean and flood many countries, causing much want and many plagues. All coastal cities will live in fear, and most living creatures will be killed. And even those who escape will die from horrible diseases. For in none of those cities does a person live according to the laws of God. Unquote. So although we cannot be certain, an asteroid or a comet of great magnitude seems to be the plausible explanation for these prophecies of a devastating star. Now, of course, we know that in prophetic symbolic language, one word can have many meanings. A star means a member of the elect. It can also mean many of the, of the elect or all of them together. Just like the word mountain can mean a country or a kingdom, or even a person. For example, writings of the saints call Our Lady a mountain, you know, the city of God. But let us return to this meaning, this understanding, this investigation into this star. Now, in Greek, aster or astro is etymologically rooted to the word ester, calling to mind the star of Esther on the long white tunic of Our Lady of Fatima. Again, this star directs us to the book of Esther and provides what the Old Testament calls the traces of hidden things. That Fatima is an enunciation of divine revelation as found in the gospel and the apocalypse. Now, in past episodes of this series, I explained that the star of Esther, worn by Our Lady of Fatima, directs our attention to the book of Esther of the Old Testament. And I explained why Esther is a great figure type for the Virgin Mary, especially the Virgin at Fatima, who chose to wore the star of Esther to give us a hidden message, hidden in plain sight. However, the main facts bear repeating, since they may indicate another surprising link to the third secret and the apocalypse. Once more, I will recall for you that in the Old Testament of the Hebrew text, Esther's birth name, Hadassah, referred to myrtle, a white star-shaped flower. The word myrtle shares the same etymological root as myrrh which, as I mentioned in a previous episode, is the Arabic term for bitter. The Hebrew text relates that Esther, which in Persian meant star, and Esther, who became the queen of Persia, changed her name to Hester, emphasis again on the H, and that translates to hidden star or hidden meaning of the star. Together, the various philological traces of Esther's name also indicate hidden, bitter star. Thus, in addition to all else that it means to the church, the star of Esther on Our Lady's long white tunic may also symbolize the hidden, bitter star, which the Apocalypse names as Wormwood. If so, it reinforces the Fatima message that the Pope, the bishops, and the entire church must do their duty and heed all of the commands of the Morning Star, as she is addressed by the church, who wishes to save us from our sins, call us again to repentance, and bring us to our Lord, 
and wishes to grant an era of peace to all of mankind. Otherwise, we will soon face the current chastisement's culmination in God's avenging star. But as St. Bernard said, look to the star, call Mary. Now, as a final reminder, please join me every other Wednesday for more episodes of Signs and Secrets here on the Fatima Center's channel. Until the next time, may God bless you, and may Our Lady Mary keep you and yours under her starry mantle. Salve, Regina. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. For more resources regarding the message of Fatima and to support this vital apostolate with a donation, please visit our website, Fatima.org, or call us at 1-800-263-8160. Immaculate and sorrowful heart of Mary, be our salvation. Sacred heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come.